When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Well, here, should we just start the show? Yeah, yeah. Should we just try? Sure. Okay. I'm going to count down. You're going to do your wacky voice, though. I know it. I'm going to count down now. This is the start of the first episode Mm -hmm. of Double Threat, starring you Mm -hmm. and starring me. Mm -hmm. Ten. Really? (laughs) Ten? What are we going to do in in those seconds? Eight. Oh, jeez. She's Louise. Seven. Six. I hate Brooklyn. Do you think there's any chance? <laughs> do you think there's any chance I could make you laugh by saying just a number? Probably. Five. <laughs> Four. No, that didn't. Do it. <laughs> At first, that I didn't did? like it, okay. and then it grew on me. <laughs> <laughs> it grew. On you. Okay, I only have. Here we go. Like all, I'm like, a, I'm like a baby. Okay. I'm like a baby. A two. Remember that? Remember when that owl was like a two <laughs> when he was like eating the lollipops? One. And he was a like two. a two. Yeah. I was always scared some owl was going to get my Tootsie Pop. That's not true. That's a lie. And I was terrified. It's a bald face so lie. That's why I'm terrified of owls to this day. The countdown's still beginning. A one. I think it's wrapping up. There we go. And now that means it's time. It's time for the show. The countdown is count done. So one of the things we can do on this show, Julie Klausner, is we can take our expertise of what is good because we're good. I don't even think we're better than good. I think you're. I think I'm good. I think you're great. But Stop that can be argued this. somewhere Stop else. Stop this! Stop this! You're great. I'm good. Oh, I'm great adjacent. Well, I'm on. great adjacent. So, but what? When, one thing we do know. We know these podcasts, and every one of these bums has a podcast now, and they're all clogging everything up. It's like a broken toilet these days with all these podcasts. And you listen to one, and one's worse than the next, and we're just like, I think we know what's wrong here. We could fix these things. And there's that show, Bar Rescue. Yes. And that guy, so basically, so it's a show. Yeah, he's elegant. This, this, this buffoon. Buffoon. The Buffona goes around Bufona. from from bar to bar, and he's like, "You gotta put the you gotta put the meat in the freezer." Like he's telling them very basic concepts. So, 
and then he invariably changes every bar to like a a place called like the end zone right or yeah the touchdown or, yeah yeah that's fun and then as soon as, as so he fixes the bars he's he spots what's wrong with them and fixes them and he's an expert in his bar field and we are experts in the field of entertainments and podcastings sure that's why we're here that's why we're doing it we know what works we know what doesn't yeah and we can listen to these dumb podcasts that are clogging up the the marketplace right and we will say to these podcasts we're not going to make fun of you we're going to help you we're helping thank you thank (laughs) you we're helping you yeah I appreciate. It. We're not mocking no! you. This is not a put down. No, this is a celebration. A this celebration. is a healing. Yes, yes. This so, is positive, not negative. Right. So Pod- we're going to do called something called podcast positivity. Oh, positivity. It's amazing. So you we just decided. Pioneered, uh, the, 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 at, the, at the Gotham Awards, you're going to clean up <laughs> next year. It's the. The 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 coin the coiner of positivity. Yes. Here is the Gotham Awards Lifetime Achievement, Julie Klausner. And it's at the Gotham Comedy Club. It is. Well, no, it's going to be held at at Batman's Yuck! What was that place? Yucko's. No, what was that place you used to do shows at in New York? The comedy place on the like fourteenth. Comics with comics. An X. That's right. Comics yeah. with an we were X. in the we were in the mix. It was one of those places. There was this place called Comics where you're just like, "Well, this place is amazing. This room is first class. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, the tables yeah. are nice. The food's pretty good, mm-hmm. and this is great." And then you're like, "Yeah, of course, all these elements." Uh, or that this place is going out of business. Yeah, within because, like 20 minutes. <laughs> because it just was completely unsustainable. Right, right. It wasn't like a garbage like closet. Yeah, you're like, I'd rather come here than these other dumps that every right. other show takes place at. And you realize it's just like, yeah, there's a reason why every other show is taking place at some complete uh, some complete garbage hole is because yes. uh, that's how business works, and that's what the marketplace can uh, can uh, provide. Yes, is a a uh, a, a, uh, a landfill, right. a land, like you have to perform out on Arthur Kill on Staten Island. Um, is Arthur Kill the name of uh, Joaquin's Joker? Is that his real name? Is Arthur Kill? He's... <laughs> no, Arthur Kill is Arthur Kill is the fifth impractical Joker. Actually, that they uh... <laughs> and he killed <laughs> they... he killed Casey Jones and uses skin. He he got into Casey Jones uses skin as a he skin got in... suit. Yeah, and now I haven't he's heard from the Casey Jost. And... What is that? Oh, what about this? The Joster. Oh my God, <laughs> Julie, Julie. What? Colin Jost and Casey Jost. Who, wait, called, who, who's, yeah. who's on camera? Colin Jost plays the Joster? Could be a fight club thing. So. He looks in the mirror. He sees Casey. Mm-hmm. It's called Joster. They, the Joster. No, just Joster. Joster. 
Yeah. But I think so is Casey working behind the scenes on it or they're both on camera for no, the they're both on ca- they're both on camera. For Joester. Yeah, okay. they're both on camera. Why so serious? <laughs> right? Is 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 uh, we going to get Shay in this one? Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe he could be Batman. He'd be a great Batman. Michael Che would be a pretty good Batman. The Batman. He'd be the Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody calls him Batman. No. And everybody calls the Joker. Suddenly we're in an era now where I oh, now it's, yeah. it's the Batman and Joker. Yeah. What happened the the is moving all over the place. Yeah. No, it's a really good point and a great observation and I'm really glad we're making it. And I want this <laughs> To be something we really go deep on. We unpack. Yeah. No, I think that that's the idea. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have what? What's your favorite superhero? (laughs) Veronica. From from Archie? Yeah. You like Veronica? No, no, no. Um, Jughead's dog, hot dog. You like hot dog? Yeah. Okay. What about... uh, so do they ever like fight over food, Jughead and Hot Dog? Yeah. Where they're just like Jughead's just like eating kibble. <laughs> Jughead's got a problem, right? We can yeah. like he yeah. clearly has some sort of glandular issue or something where he's eating oh, that he much eat, food. Ha- right, cuz he should look like wimpy. Yeah. Now this 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 guy's wiry. And he's putting back the food at that malt shop. Yeah, he's having the wimpy diet, but he's got the like physique, like the olive oil physique. Yeah. So podcast rescue. Podcast rescue is where Tom and I are going to listen to a clip of a podcast that our engineers, Tracy and Brett, have chosen for us. And we don't know what we're about to hear. Is that correct, Tom? We don't. I don't know anything about it. So... We're going to listen to a couple clips from a couple of podcasts and we're going to remark upon um, how shitty they are. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a celebration. Sure. Yeah. Just keep saying that. Absolutely. Anyway, I don't know what I'm about to hear. Neither does Tom. We're going to we're going to go through it. We're going to remark upon it. We're going to give them some helpful advice because we're all about positivity. All right. So, Brett, what is the name of this show? Yeah. You want to say the name or do you just want to play Yeah, I'll do. So I've got two clips for you. They come from kind of different sides of the podcast spectrum. Uh, the the first show that you're going to hear a clip from is called Ohio Mysteries. Oh, okay. okay. Ohio Mysteries. Uh, it's described. Wait, wait, wait. A... Let me guess. Let me guess. Is it a true yeah, crime? Yeah, yeah. Is it a true crime? Uh, wait, hold on. Well, it... You guess your thing and then okay. I'll guess my I'm gonna thing. I'm going to guess that it's a true crime serial that's uh, written, that's fictionalized. That's like a story. So it's like a story. It's like a story that has crime in it, but someone like wrote it. That. What do you think, Tom? I'm gonna say a podcast called Ohio Mysteries is about a the when the band the Ohio Players <laughs> started vanishing. Members of the group started <laughs> vanishing. Someone took on the case and was like, "Got it." I need to figure out what is happening. Yes. 
to the disappearing members of the Ohio players. Okay, which one of us is closer, Brett? Uh, so Julie is, is significantly closer. Um, <laughs> significantly uh, <laughs> closer. <laughs> it is uh, true crime adjacent. It's, yes. It's one of these like true crime and also sort of supernatural and occult stories. Uh, the twist is that they are things that have only happened in Ohio. And okay. they, they are fictionalized or they are true? They are true. Some some are kind of bordering on urban legend, but they are all sort of... Uh, they are all uh, purporting to be true. Okay, in, I'm. In I'm. Design. I just want to put this out there. I'm already terrified. Yeah, I'm going to just say this. This show sounds like a wad of shit. <laughs> so let's get in there and fix it. <laughs> let's go, Ohio mysteries. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun with the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank They're you. There. Thank you. They're here to talk about. Their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a, a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug and I love drinking my wine. All right. This episode is called, uh, it's from October 24th, 2019. And it's called 10 Minute Mystery. The Loveland Frog. One small step for man. <laughs> Great, so it's a moon landing. What's a moon landing have to do with Ohio? Did I miss something? Is this the theme song? This is the theme song. Oh my God, this is... A burning clock on this one, right? Like... You can tell people to do shorter intros. Is this just a rave? Are we just yeah. listening to a rave? This is... Are you sure you're just not playing? Hello, listeners, and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. This is our 10-minute mystery edition. A little slice of intrigue in the middle of your week. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder. And with me is our storyteller and journalist, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everyone. Ah! In honor of Halloween, we have been focusing on cryptids this pause week. Pause it. Pause Those it, please. I beg of you. I beg of you to. Species. I beg of you to pause this. Two things. Where is she compared to where is he? Because he sounds mm-hmm. like he's on the phone, and then she sounds like she's like right behind you. They seem like they're completely yeah. like two. They're like hosting two completely different shows. Repair number one. <laughs> let's get some say. Let's get some 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 uh, some. Uh, uh, some sort of a baseline here for where we record our show from <laughs> Ohio mysteries. Yeah. One is in Ohio. It seems like one yeah. is in Ohio. The one, uh, it sounds like the, fir- the, the first uh, host w- was recording his thing from, uh, from a blimp. Yeah. Right. Like with a, like with a, uh, two Dixie cups that you, <laughs> you string down with the, yes. the, the little string between mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Which never worked, by the way, as a kid. No, never. that's why you needed like, tin cans, baby. And and it seems like that was a just a was that a technique to just keep kids busy? It just like yes! you take these two Dixie, like it was just meant to be. Like took three hours to put that thing together, and you're just tired by the end of it. Yes. Okay, I didn't realize. Now I'm just realizing <laughs> that now. So, all right. Well, that was terrifying. That woman coming right up behind me with her voice. And I also want to l- let you know that, like, when he said co-host, I was shocked. 
because it didn't seem like this guy was about to share this spotlight with anyone. It seemed like it was his show. Am I wrong about that? When he said co-host, were you like, what? Who's the other one? And then you realize she's right behind you. No, I was like, please let there be a co-host on this. Okay, got show. it. All right. I can't I can't strap it to this the, this guy's back. All right, let's This guy this guy's not gonna take me there. No. I I hope somebody else comes in. I have I was more confidence pr- I was in her as a for an Sherpa, angel. For sure. I was like, send me an angel. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm right behind you. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. These that often lead to some colorful legends. On Sunday, we explored the famed Melon Heads of Lake County and the lesser-known Bigfoot spinoff in Summit County that they call the Kenmore Grassman. The so Kenmore Grassman. Hold on, please pause it. <laughs> so Ohio clearly has mythology like the Kenmore Grassman. Yes. And the Lemon Heads or something? <laughs> Yeah, Evan Dando. From Boston. It was Evan Dando. Yeah. Used to like hang out at like um the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> you go to Cleveland and he'd haunt you it. You can see What if they did it? What if you know what I would want to see though would be like some sort of thing where you get Evan Dando pretends to be a mannequin at it at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That would be so and fun. And people people go up and then he move and then suddenly he goes like he suddenly goes, it's a shame about Ray. Like he moves real quick. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, oh, oh. And kids don't know who he is. They just go up to him because they think he's a docent. <laughs> kids, yeah, kids have no idea. And he's like, <laughs> like that's right, Ray? it's me. <laughs> it's me, it's me. What's happening? They're like, what? Then like security comes over. Like, and Evan, they're just like, Evan. Evan? Sir, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. He's like, I'm in the Lemonheads, <laughs> and they're just like, you're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I am because I'm here. Yeah, and then he would say, uh, <laughs> then he just like pretends to be a mannequin again, like he tries to like <laughs> like revert back to mannequin status. Like, sir, it does not work. We know that you're way. not you cannot... a mannequin. You've already moved. <laughs> you already you cannot retroactively. But he stays stiff, so they to have to like status. they have to put him horizontally and take him out that way because he won't. He's committed to it. Yeah, carry him out like. Uh... <laughs> it's a shame about Ray. Come on, say that's so great. So they've got the lemon heads and the Grassland, Kensington Grassman, yeah, Mister Grassman. Yeah. Just like they're up to with all the true crime stuff, they're up to like the not even the B sides, like the C sides of like, oh, you know, like there's this guy who's like suck on a piece of wheat, and he would go whoopity doo, <laughs> and then sometimes he would take your wallet. You're like, all right, what did you call for him? Their, the Main Street the... whoopity doo man. Yeah. All right. Last week we investigated the case of the Main Street whoopity doo man. <laughs> And today we're talking about the Lemonheads and Evan Dando jumping out at 11-year-olds in the in the 90s exhibit of bands that were kind of came out of the hardcore scene but were not exactly grunge and, right. and then really didn't have right. much of a yeah. much of a home. Biggest single was a cover. Remember Wait, they did they the, did Mrs. They, Robinson that was like their biggest I think that was like their highest charting Right? They did Mrs. Lemonheads, Robinson. Lemonheads covering Mrs. Did. Robinson. It was like their big song, I thought. Yeah, that was that was one of that, and it's a shame about Ray. It really is a shame. Really is a shame <laughs> about Ray. I mean, 
to be fair, he was not wrong. <laughs> it is a shame about Ray. Remember that poor guy Ray? He died eating all of his own shit. Yeah. <laughs> he died. He, uh, he died of toxic poisoning. It was really a shame. Which Ray is your favorite Ray of all the Rays? Ray's Pizza. Which Ray? Ray's Pizza. Original Ray's Pizza. That guy. You like original Ray's Pizza. I like I like Ray Romano. Is my favorite Ray. He's great too. Uh huh. Shall we continue? Yes, let's go. In Google, I said cryptoids because I for, for sure you were wrong, and it said. Did you mean cryptids? <laughs> there you go. You know, that's because I Googled it to make sure I had it right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, today we have a third cryptid for you. This one, a mysterious aquatic creature known famously as the Loveland Frog. Okay, please, heard of the please Loveland stop. Frog? <laughs> the Loveland famously Frog. Famously is very generous. Yeah. First of all, this guy's, this guy's got to... Uh... She doesn't need him. No, she she should shuttle him right off the bat. <laughs> He's already in He's, the blimp. Just shoot him off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. He's he's up there in a blimp. Cut the cord between the the Dixie cups. She's in a recording studio. He's in a blimp and she's <laughs> she's finally like I just need to ask him why why he's doing this show literally from a blimp and then people are like you need to just talk to him about it. Like, these are things that are fair to talk about. And she's like, if I talk to him, he shuts down. It's as like, soon as I, yeah, if I say anything, he takes him. it as a criticism. You don't need him to do the show. You, you're the one who does all the research. No, but he did. He did try to. He did try to play gotcha with me on cryptids <laughs> and try to. But I Googled it. Yeah, because so you're doing that. all the work. That SOB tried to bust me when I was talking about Grassman. Wait, what was it again? What was the new the, one? The famous Loveland Frog. The Loveland Frog. These are like prog band names. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like stuff that you'd find in the dumpster in the back of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Would be just like Kensington Grassman. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, like the best, like albums, like the best of the Kensington Grassman, like the famous Loveland, Loveland Frog. Frog. Yeah. yeah, Loveland Frog live. Yeah, at Toad at, Hall. Toad Hall. At Toad Hall, live at Toad Hall. Mm-hmm. The Loveland Frog, and then, um, then the Lemonheads. <laughs> then you'd be like rooting through the dumpster. You'd be like, it's a shame. Oh my God, look at all this crap they threw mm-hmm. away. All these Kensington Grassman albums. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, and what's this mannequin? Oh, they threw away an Evan Dando mannequin. And then he just goes, it's a shame about Ray. I got you again. Like, he's very good at pranking. I will say that. Oh, he, we should do that show called Dandoed. Oh. <laughs> if we could pitch a show called Dandoed, where Evan Dando. because you just got Dando. <laughs> and all he does is pretend to be a mannequin in it. He just he has, has one prank. He, he has one prank, mm-hmm. and he ref- also refuses to say you got dandoed. Right, that's the producer like adds that in post after with like a, a graphic. Exactly, it's just like like flashing on the screen. Rant, rant. You got dandoed. <laughs> Shall we continue with the yes, please, the Loveland frog? 
I think uh, somebody mentioned it when we were down in Minerva doing the Bigfoot. I think she mentioned it. But yeah. Is it where the princess kisses the kisses frog and the, they turn into a prince? Kisses the frog and they turn into a yeah. prince? That, Not uh, exactly, okay. no. He's but doing I'll no tell research. You what, in the Cincinnati area, this story is probably as uh, popular as as the, the kissing of the frog. Oh, okay. I'm going so, I'm I'm to jump in and say, no, it's is, not. Is, <laughs> yeah. None of these stories no. are anywhere near. As popular the kissing of the frog yeah it's like that's like as that's like that's so, like <laughs> one of the biggest hits you have in all of like fairy stories yes, true is kids know about goldilocks they know about hansel and gretel and they know that like if you kiss a frog it becomes a prince and i don't know what story that's from but they are aware of the concept the yes, loveland frog situation which i still don't have a handle on mentally no when i was a kid the stories my parents read to me Grandpappy, were, your grandpappy. My grandpappy <laughs> would read to me. He would read to me uh, The Three Bears, mm-hmm. Kensington Grassman. <laughs> Snow White. <laughs> and then I leave the room and then it would just be me and this mannequin they got for me. And then I would just be like, oh, mannequin with long, long like, long, oh, handsome, hair. stringy hair mannequin. What are we going to do? And then I would just <laughs> stare at him. And then I'd be just like, I wish you were alive, mannequin. We could be best friends. And then the mannequin would just, and then we'd go, like, it's a shame about Ray. And then I would be in a situation where I'd be like, I swear, you should have just seen it. He just, he just jumped. He, you should have been in here. He just, uh. He just said it's a shame about Ray. Second, and it would be it was like a Michigan J Frog kind mm-hmm. of situation. Yeah, yeah. Always the most frustrating part of all. I know that that TV drove you crazy that me. that cartoon. I know, but but my fa- I like it, and I like that part where he sings instead because usually he sings "Hello, My Baby," but there's this one part in the cartoon where he goes, "Everybody's doing Mich- doing the Michigan rack," which yeah. is so funny because no, they're not. They're you know, not. Like, you know, like songs about a new dance where it's like, there's yeah. a new dance. And you're like, OK. And they're like, it goes like this. You're like, OK. But to have someone tell you that everyone's doing it is just a lie. Yeah. It's it's like in hip hop when somebody will be like putting their first record out and talk about how rich they are. And it's just like, yeah, well, you better hope this one sells because <laughs> you you need one record to be successful before you can start talking about how successful you are. Mm-hmm. Like. You talk about all your gold records. It's like yep. you maybe need to get one before you talk about right. any having any, mm-hmm. like just like some rapper with just like their 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 like apartment is just filled with unsold copies of a record about how successful they are. Yes, just stuck with like unsold unsold records. Like yeah, this is my record about how I'm rich mm-hmm. and I'm not. I can give you, you want a box of them? I can give you a box of them. <laughs> if you buy, uh, I think yeah. we're okay. ready. So, so yeah, yeah, so Should we here keep we go. going? It's a suburb of Cincinnati, and it once was a busy railroad town, but now it's a sleepy little community just north of the big city, nestled along the Little Miami River. And the Little Miami River is a perfect setting for a mysterious creature. It twists and meanders through southern Ohio from Yellow Springs to the Ohio River. 
And there are plenty of runoffs trickling down the banks and lots of small tunnels and holes where animals can make their homes. In Uh other words, (laughs) a comfortable place for a race of small lizard-like frogmen. Okay, you got to stop. Now, the earliest (laughs) site... What does the guy in the blimp do on this show? He's useless. Yeah. He's a crutch. Do you think think that like he's like her ex-husband that she feels bad about? And she's just trying to figure out how to get him off the podcast. No, she's just like, no, you could be part of it. I thought we could, like, because I could, like, intro the show and then, like, (laughs) it's like a 50-50 thing. Yeah, I'm your co-host. Right, sure. Yeah. I'll intro it. You do all the research and preparation and writing and hosting. We're doing the show. You know he's like out telling people like, "Don't you know who I am?" Like when he's like, <laughs> and he's at like the Cincinnati, like he's at like this, you know, the Cincinnati the, Chipotle, like, and he wants like yeah. extra like super greens. When they're just like uh, the guacamole's extra, he'd be like, "Yeah, not for me, it's not." <laughs> and they're like, "Excuse me, sir, the guacamole's extra for everybody." We say that to literally every customer at every Chipotle ever has heard that, and he goes, "Yeah." I guess you don't know who I am. I'm the host co-host. of I'm the co-host of Ohio Mysteries. And then they'll be like, "Wait, you talked about the little frogman by the lake?" He'd be like, "No, I'm the one on the blimp who uh <laughs> who's recording the fo- uh, recording my stuff into an iPhone 3." <laughs> what were you going to say before I I don't know. Okay, never mind. of the Loveland Frog weren't documented, just passed down as lore. The legend goes that it started in May of 1955 when a businessman or perhaps a traveling salesman was driving along Hopewell Road and over a bridge of the Little Miami River at about three in the morning. There are lots of bridges that crisscross the Little Miami and its tributaries, so it's not established exactly which one. I'm not following this. this. I'm not not following any of this. It's all setting to me. Is there a story? Is a frog going to do something? What's the crime? No, it sounds like she's giving directions to like a lemonade (laughs) stand. Like they're so, they're so, they're so specific about how many bridges there are in the little area. And then a little frog man come out. It's like Look. a businessman or a traveling salesman or just a putz in a tie. How do we fix this show, Julie? Well, we get the, the we shoot down the blimp with a, a one of those like what does Leonardo DiCaprio use in um, Once Upon a Time, like a flamethrower or something. You get a flamethrower. You get a flamethrower, yeah. and you you you'd shoot it at that blimp, and that guy would like oh the humanity down into the. Uh, the Cincinnati, is there a Cincinnati River? I'm here in Ohio. I'm over the thing. Oh, my God. The blimp with the announcer of Ohio Mysteries is on fire. Oh, this is a tragedy. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. And he's there. <laughs> I always love that. Like that quality. Like, how did he listen to that played back and be like, yeah, we're in business? Like, I don't know if they did listen to it played back. I mean, I would also say, like, maybe add, they think they, like, I, I hate this expression. It's vulgar. But they shot their load at the beginning with the music. And oh, no, they, that's not vulgar. Why would not? you think that's vulgar? <laughs> that was totally vulgar. It's, it's disgusting. How did that end up 
getting in just like, I... like to be so, even somewhat acceptable as like like non yeah toilet subject matter slang yeah no i know i know but i was just gonna say they they use too much music up front and then they don't like mm-hmm. i mean she's telling a story it could use a little bit of you know scoring and they don't quite I would agree. So, so our our repairs for this are first you shuttle shuttle the guy. Guy's yeah, got to no go. No question. No question. And as violent as violently or, or as possible. Best, yes. Or at best, he needs he needs to go to Guitar Center and get some new a microphone. I don't or think something. that makes a difference. I think he's got nothing to add. I mean, all he okay. is saying is like, I don't know, and that's not important. Like she can, yeah, no, she doesn't need him. Sure, sure. He. He's got to go. I would also second, say, yeah, second note, I would just say, like, get to the story. Because I don't really understand what the story is. Yeah. I'm going to say, are we married to the Ohio part of this? <laughs> because I get the appeal of doing something something geographically uh, uh, specific, like Weird New Jersey <laughs> is appealing and in, in mm-hmm. has and has been doing that for for thirty years. Mm-hmm. They've been doing something like that, mm-hmm. like going into the little little nooks and crannies of of uh, mm-hmm. when I say nooks and crannies, what do you think of Bayonne? Please say it. Oh, no. uh, English muffin. Oh yeah, English muffins. Right? Did they invent nooks and crannies? Is that phrase? Was that it? Was that generated by the no, the ad I mean, I people think like it's probably like an English expression, and because they're like mm. English muffin, they probably use it. Just sounds like something that like an old British lady would say. Does anything sound more appealing to you than uh, when you hear the phrase "nooks and crannies" of mm-hmm. just like melt butter melting and going into like an English muffin? I'm into it. I like the idea. It makes me like it. It, it, it turns me on. Not like turns me on, like, but like the way the Beatles were like, it, because the world is round. It, sure. Said, is that what they said? The world, because the world is flat, it turns me on. And then people are like, I'm a flat earther now. And then Ringo Starr was like, boo, I shot me load in the ring, right? It turns me on. I shot me load in the ocean. Doesn't answer like all of the every other song in those like late like beautiful albums. It's like Ringo yeah. being like, "I'm under the sea again." <laughs> it's like me. Yes, it's exactly. like it's like me and me cockles. Yeah. Hey. Did I you... had, yeah. I have an idea for a new song, Takes mates. Place under this. Oh Maybe. God. Song about oysters. A whale oh, under the ocean, and uh-huh. they're just like, like, hey, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm writing Let It Be right now, Ringo. If you don't mind, like, I'm kind of focusing on this song, Lad, Let It lads, Be. Lads, if I could, lads, Maybe lads. you could write a song about... <laughs> coral. <laughs> about coral. Lads. Any chance you write a song about... Stingrays. Sa- <laughs> Stingrays. <laughs> and, and it's like... He goes to he goes to see John Lennon. He's just like yeah. uh, John. Any chances? Like, not now, Ringo. I'm working on come together. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of busy right mm-hmm. now. He's just like, I really need to get this song about salt water. <laughs> <laughs> and then Paul. And then the other three guys are like, I think we should break up the Beatles, right? <laughs> He's really driving me up the wall with this. <laughs> With this he ocean comes, shit. He comes, he, he comes, he 
comes to the recording session dressed in like a full scuba outfit. Yeah, like in an old diving bell. <laughs> like he just like <laughs> just set up behind the and drum he, set is like. And he sits in the corner like with his arms crossed, like pouting. Like, yeah. <sighs> and it's always like he Ringo was the guy that quit the Beatles. Like, I mean, that's, all you, that's that all you need to. Guy? That's all you need to know about like confidence to talent ratio is just yeah. to like be like remember he's the one who walked away from them being like i can do better where they're just like please ringo don't go <laughs> oh man i would love it if i was in the beatles and ringo was actually gonna start start strutting around like like he's anything i would just be like yeah let's let's uh I, I, let's say, why don't you go test the waters out there? You like He's the like, water waters, so much. Waters, water. waters. I've got an idea okay. about barnacles. <laughs> I'm writing a song about <laughs> the bottom of a boat. It needs to be underwater, not the top part of the boat. <laughs> like, I think Ringo is having some serious mental problems. Yeah. I think they threw him a he, bone. Like, they gave him, like, two, right? Mm-hmm. Octopus's garden and a yellow, yellow submarine. Summer. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, it's like I won't rest until I have as many as an octopus's arms. Yeah, eight songs, <laughs> eight songs. I need to have as many as the octopus has. <laughs> and he, and it's like uh Maybe our next album we record it, and, and they're like, "You're gonna say under in the, the ocean, sea, aren't you? <laughs> like he's gonna say <laughs> something." No, I was wondering if we could record it in a little fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ringo, you suck. We have forty-five minutes left. Should we? So what, what we determined was. This podcast could be interesting if the if it maybe was not about Ohio and this guy was was erased from it. Yeah. And I would just say, like, when she's telling the story, like, just as a note to her, like, I would, like, lean into, like, what actually happens. Yeah. And, and hook us a little bit. Maybe not... With this folksy kind of like, and maybe it's a little thing. Like, say like, <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio, a decapitated head lays by the side of the road. A laughing frog. A frog man does a dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm listening. Yeah, so, I mean, that's it. Otherwise, no notes. I like her. I think she's great. Yeah, so Ohio Mysteries, consider yourself rescued. rescued. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.